0: Oh, there it is. Good evening, everyone. Um, good to see you all. And just want to say that uh, you made a great choice to come here today just to be here in the house of the Lord. Um, we come here to get, to learn together. You know, I'm not here to teach you guys, but we're going to open up the Bible and um, learn together and talk about some things. And let the Holy Spirit touch our hearts and speak to us. So we are in the book of Corinthians. So if you have your Bibles with you, um, you can open up to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2. And um, last Sunday, so this section, like the first five um, verses of chapter 2, my Bible is titled um, Christ Crucified. Or God's wisdom, Um, and just um, like I I love, I respect Apostle Paul. um, That he he has just he is a very humble man. He is I don't know if you guys if you know the uh, most of you guys know the backstory of Apostle Paul, but he was a very smart man um, back in his day. He was educated pretty much like a hardware education of now nowadays. He knew everything. He knew like the God's Word, he even had like certain probably passages or even books memorized. Um, and yet, what he speaks here after Christ calls him, and after he writes, um, he is not about himself. But he is all about shining the light um, on, onto Christ, onto the cross. And so we're going to read um, two verses today. Um, 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive, persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith shall not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And focus on verse 4. My speech and my preaching were not... With persuasive words of human wisdom. So we can make like a, a contrast in here. There's um, human wisdom on one side. And also God's wisdom. Or in this case, as spirit and power. And power of God on the other side. Other side. So human wisdom and God's wisdom. And that's the contrast um, he makes. And which one is more smarter the human wisdom or God's wisdom? Um, so, back in the day, um, when Paul um, writes this, there was a lot of philosophical thought. Like, people, um, certain philosophers just gathered in different cities to talk about things, like new ideas, um, something that new that popped up. There was no Twitter or anything to tweet, you know, they just gathered in actual physical places and talked about things. And A lot of them were try to impress people with words, Um, like a lot of them were really good speakers that could, like it was really nice to listen to them, Um, and it doesn't matter what they they were saying was true or not, but they could just keep the people's attention uh, for a long time. Um, And people loved that. People were impressed. They could sit, sit there, listen, be like, wow, this guy is talking about some good stuff. And they were impressed. But Paul says, you know, that, um, like, I came to preach to you guys, not with words of human wisdom, but to demonstrate uh, the power of God. So he's saying, you know, like, and he is a smart dude, um, but he wrote a lot of, like, we have um, majority of New Testament is actually written by him, a lot of books, um, at least a lot of letters, but he's saying, you know, it's not about me, it's about God. And some people said that he was not really, um, like, really strong in speaking. Like in 2 Corinthians 10.10, 10, it says, um, is some is how some people describe Paul. He, they say his letters are weighty and forceful, his physical presence is unimpressive, and his speaking is of no account. And if you remember the story of um, Jeviticus in Acts 20... You know that Apostle Paul was speaking for a long time, until about like midnight or so. And Jebuticus falls asleep and falls down from a third story and dies. Thankfully, he was raised from the dead um, by the power of God. He was, reserved, like he was he raised from the dead and he still lived. Um, but it just kind of reminds us, you know, may, like, maybe Apostle Paul was not the best speaker, but he certainly knew what he was talking about. And let's open to First uh, Corinthians one seventeen. Um, this is what Apostle Paul says, um, what his mission on um, was in the world. It's like his life purpose. First Corinthians one seventeen. Uh, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ shall be made of no effect. Um, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ shall be made of no effect. So he was not preaching like we just would call for words, but he was preaching the cross of the Christ. He was preaching Christ crucified. And why is that important? Um, and how can we apply this to our lives? Um, why is it important? Not? Why is God's wisdom more important than human wisdom? And the way, it's, the way why it's important for us, because um, Apostle Paul chose to ch- turn his life around when God called him. And when God calls us, um, he turns our lives around as well. And in, in return, um, the glory should belong to God the Father. Not to like around us, not to me, not to you guys, not to anyone uh, around us, but... Um, we should give the glory back to the God. And just like in our daily lives that we live, um, the way we live our lives, people around us should see, um, should see our faith um, and God in our daily lives. Whatever we do in school, um, in our actions, in our work, um, the way we speak, the way we act. As Christians, um, should Jesus be not be visible in us, and He should be. You know, a lot of times um, we choose to like take a step back and just kind of like you know choose not to say certain things or like you know maybe like not expose that I'm a Christian, um, and that could happen like a lot. Even like back in my college days, I remember it's certainly easier to just sit there and not say anything than to speak up. But if you do, and I'm not saying like publicly getting up, I'm just talking about um, just like the way you live, the way I live my life, the way you live your life, like with friends, with classmates, um, should they at least know that you are Christian? It's just like a rhetorical question to you. Should they know that I am a Christian? And um, like just like the way you act in a classroom or at, at work. And they probably should. And um, so why is God's wisdom more important than human wisdom? Um, and once we are saved, we have Christ in our life. There are a couple of things um, that we should do um, to, to show this, uh, to be, that we are saved and we have the wisdom from above. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And I want, there's like a couple of things that I want to talk about, um, like certain things, like practical life examples of how we can be... Um, shine the light onto Christ and on the cross in our lives and not to ourselves so we don't take credit for ourselves. Uh, so one of the first um, things that we need um, is we need to be strong and courageous. Um, if you remember in Joshua chapter 1, um, God talks to Joshua and he tells him, be strong and courageous. And he repeats this a couple of times. And he does that to remind them that he is still um, the same. He'll be, his true is still the same. He will be with him like he was with Moses. But he just says, be strong and courageous. And I do recommend, if you have time this week, to read um, uh, 1 Joshua. It's really encouraging. Um, Because it reminds us, you know, we need, like, God is our strength and courage. Not me, I don't have that strength myself. I, I really don't. But with God, our strength and and we are courage. We have courage to proclaim and to speak with not with words of human wisdom, but um, words words of and proclaim the power of God. Um, another thing that uh, Paul says about himself as an skilled speaker, he says, "I may be." Uh, 2 Corinthians 11.6 I may be unskilled as speaker, but I am not lacking in knowledge. We have made this clear in you in every way possible. 2 Corinthians 11.6 I may be unskilled as speaker, but I am not lacking in knowledge. So he proclaims that um, although he might not be the best colorful speaker, but he does have the knowledge that and Christ gave him that knowledge. He knows what he stands for. And I know in the connect groups, like some uh, practical things that we do in a small group, um, is sometimes um, you guys share like a one-minute, kind of like in the business world, we would call it like an elevator pitch. It's like, why do you, why do you believe in Christ or who is Christ for you? And it's important um, to have this because if somebody asks you, um, what do you believe? Like, how do you answer that without uh, being prepared? And I just put down like the the good news or the gospel, like maybe, and like in one sentence. Maybe I'll expand on it. Uh, I just put this: the gospel is the good news of what God has done in Christ to secure our salvation. Gospel is the good news of what God has done in Christ to secure our salvation. And in order to have this uh, knowledge. Um, In our lives, to speak and proclaim um, and live our lives in order to shine light on the Christ and the cross. um, We need wisdom and knowledge from God. And how do we get that? Um, We get that by being in the presence of the Lord. And one of the great things is we have this Bible here um, that we can read, but sometimes I know um, we choose not to. And that is our choice and that is on us. If I choose not to read the Bible regularly and you know, on a weekly basis, um, it's good to start your day with a verse or two. Then you're kind of depriving yourself of this knowledge from above. Uh, because by not reading the Bible, you, know, you are not communicating with God. When, by not praying in the morning, um, you're just living your life. You, know, you, you are uh, relying on the human wisdom, um, which is okay, you know we um as humans, we are not perfect, but that's why we come here to the church um so we can all change together um, now I am not perfect i I know I should make priorities to be with God more often um, you know we all make sort we have time to um you know like stay on the phone, check some updates, but sometimes we say that we don't have time to read the Bible and um, it's not because we don't have the time. We don't make the time. I don't make the time. And that is on me. And um, it's like, I don't know your guys' lives, but you know yourself. Um, and just want to like bring you a question, you know. Um, do you choose to receive this knowledge from above? Do you choose to stay with Christ through reading the Bible and prayer? And if not, um, it is not too late. That's why we are here. We are here to grow together as a community, as a youth, and as a whole bigger church as well. But youth for now, um, that's why you're like talking English, so we can all understand a little bit better. So um, we need this knowledge. And just back to this um, elevator pitch, like a 30 to one minute um kind of thing. I'm just going to, by example, I'm just going to show you, maybe, quickly, um, like, how would, how would I would say, like, you know, what my belief is, like, if somebody asked me, like, um, and people, like, did, like, um, sometimes they do, like, in some, like, through work, or, like, back in the college, um, just, we, we talk about life, and certain people ask, like, so, what do you believe in, and how would you respond, like, just think about yourself right now, and, like, how would I respond, um, So how I would believe is, what my belief is, is, you know, the world was created perfect in the beginning. God created everything. And everything was in harmony. And humans were created to rule over everything, but under God. But humans chose to um, break that, and they wanted to become like gods. They wanted to rule themselves. So the sin came to the world. And that sin... It broke the relationship with the God. There was no longer direct relationship with God. The sin made this barrier. And now humans uh, were not with God. They were away, apart from God. And there was nobody who was able to bridge that gap. uh, The gap of sin. Only one person. And that is the Son of God, Christ. He was able to bridge this gap. Only by coming to the earth. And um, dying on the cross, a price had to be paid for the sin that was created. And that uh, price was um, the death on the cross and the shedding of blood of Jesus Christ. And through um, Christ's um, action, His death on the cross, He was able to secure our salvation and restore um, this harmony which which was created before. The relationship between Father God and all his creation, meaning me and you. So the gospel is the good news of what God has done in Christ to secure also our salvation. And um, in order to to be strong and courageous, uh, we need to ask this from God. Like, I am not strong and courageous just by myself. It's okay to pray that, I, God, I am weak. Please help me become more strong and more courageous um, in living my life and in proclaiming uh, you and just showing that you are my Savior. Another thing that I see here from Paul that we can all see is um, how humble Paul is. So we as Christians, another good lesson for us is to stay humble. He says that my speech and preaching were not in persuasive words of human wisdom, but demonstration of spirit and power. And Jesus Christ says in Matthew 5, we all know this, he says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Um, the more we rely on God, um, the more we are showing that we are dependent of him. We highlight the strength of God the Father, not our strength, but his strength. So we, there is bless, blessing to be meek because we are made strong, not ourselves. We are made strong um, in God. And Apostle Paul uh, writes this, um, something about uh, this topic of humble. Uh, 1 Corinthians 3, just flip one page. And verses 4 to 6. And this is how he stays humble. For one that says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. So Apostle Paul says, um, you know, like, like, I am doing this ministry, I am planting so many churches. Apostle Paul is known for preaching to the Gentiles and spreading... The gospel all across the Asia and the modern world of back in the day. All acro- across Rome, which was a bit, took a big part of, um, of the world. Uh, he preached everyone, like everywhere, almost up to the Asias. And he says, you know, like, who am I? I am just a servant um, who plants, but it is God um, who gives the increase. So he, like, he doesn't... Say, they'll be like, look at me. Like, I planted so many churches. There's about a dozen or two dozen churches that are planted. But he says, it is God. It is not me. He only planted, but the God, it is the God, the God who, like, sows and reaps. And he is the one who gives salvation. Um, not a, they didn't, people didn't come to Christ because of Paul. They came because the Spirit and God's power called them. Um, so being humble... It, and right now, it's not really a popular thing to talk about like being humbleness. Especially in this country, you know, where all like, thought that you know I am something, You know, the world revolves around me. Um, you should listen to like, what I have to say. But sometimes being humble, is actually a very hard thing to do. Um, because you are supposed to um, not just show that it's because of you, but because of somebody else. And I can truly say, uh, like, I'm standing here in front of you guys, not just by my own powers. But it is because of what Christ has done in my life. And I'm just here sharing that with you guys. And I know that you guys can share this with more friends. And, we, like, and then we can touch, like, the whole, we can touch a whole city, a whole town. And just as like Apostle Paul did, um, he shared this good news. But he kept humble and... He, this, he demonstrated the power of God. And it's not because of him, but it's all because of the Lord. And another thing is, um, another topic. When you rely on the power of God, God does miraculous things in your life. I just wanted to bring an example of King David. A lot of you guys probably know this from Sunday school if you went. Um, so King David, he did not start as a king. If you remember, he was... Uh, A peasant shepherd, actually. Really, the bottom class. That's as low as it gets. And you remember when um, Samuel came to his father. They were looking for a king for Israel to anoint a king. And if you remember, the father didn't even chose to call him up. Um, He was just like, hey, I just have another son, but he's in the fields, you know. just doing his thing. Um, But God turned his eyes on David... And from somebody so low, just being a shepherd, right in the fields, rose a strong and mighty king that ruled over the Israel. It was one of the best times, actually, in Israel. His and then his son, uh, Solomon, it was like the golden age of Israel. Through God, he was made strong. Remember the story of Goliath? Um, David was so small, he was probably a couple of feet shorter than um, Goliath. Um, but we know who won that fight. Goliath did not win. David won because he had God on his side. Um, so God does miraculous things. When you keep humble and when you uh, rely on his power, he can change your life. If you remember, disciples, a lot of them were uh, fishermen. We know a few professions fishermen and a tax collector. So, not really desirable professions of the time. Not Really, top class or elite by any means. Um, some of them were not even that educated. But through their um, weakness, like God showed, showed, like He showed Himself in their weakness and He made them strong. Um, after they were filled with the Holy Spirit after the Pentecost, we know that um, they proclaimed the gospel to people and many people heard them and they were in awe. They were, speaking, um, they were speaking smart. They were speaking like they knew something. Because they had the power of Christ. They had the Holy Spirit. And they didn't talk themselves. But they let God talk through them. And because of their actions, um, the, how the gospel spread all across Israel starting from that. And then Apostle Paul came. And it was spread across Gentiles as well. Um, so they were able to speak boldly because they, had holy, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And had, they had God in them. Um, so boast. Another um, thing that we can take out from this is that we can boast only in the Lord. Like if you want to um, like share like your accomplishments. Like, you know, any for, like praise the Lord for any accomplishments that you might have. You, know, you got accepted to a college. You got a new job. You know, praise the Lord for that, you know. Um, sometimes we think it's like, oh, I did all of this. And be like, hey, I went to school. I got so smart. I got a new job. But praise the Lord for any of these things that you get. And just see how God will change your life. Uh, 1 Corinthians one to 26-31. Um, we're going to read this passage. It's titled, Glory Only to the Lord. In the Lord. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 31, till the end of the chapter. For you see your calling, brethren, that you, not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put put to shame the wise. God has chosen the weak things in the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus. Who became for us wisdom from God. And righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That is... As it's written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord, just verse thirty, I want to highlight that, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So everything that we have in our life um, the God God has given to us, and most importantly what He give, gave us. Is his son, Christ Jesus, who died for our sins. So through him we have this righteousness. We are sanctified, sanctified and we are redeemed, which is, by the way, that that's our name of our youth, redeemed. And why we are redeemed? Because Christ redeemed us. It's not because of us. We are not just like some special elite. Um, we are not. We, we are redeemed because Christ Jesus did that for us. And so that's why we can boast only in the Lord. Because we have not, this is no doing of mine or yours. We are no better than anyone. We we sin every day. Um, We do bad things. But um, Christ Jesus, he crosses, uh, he bridges this gap of sin and makes the access to God the Father possible because he redeemed us. So because of this, all glory belongs to the Lord. So as we go on to the, our daily lives, um, just living um, our daily lives, how should we um, like apply this passage and Paul's example that he was um, not preaching uh, words of human wisdom, but he was preaching the power of God. How does that apply to us? This just shows us that um, when we live, we should live in a way that um, people around us can see God's grace and God's love. Through us, they can see that um, God. Um, and as we speak, just plainly, uh, if we speak about gospel, like let it, do, let it be plainly. Um, we don't have to um, have big lectures. No, not everyone is a missionary. Um, but we can just speak um, plainly to our neighbor, to our coworker, to our classmate. Um, just proclaim what is your belief. Like in one or two minutes, like what do you believe in? And you by no means will save that person, but you will plant a seed. And that person might want to talk more to you. You know, maybe get together, read the Bible together over a coffee. And um, God can work in their lives. And it's not because of me, not because of you, but it's all because of God. So um, we can just all we can do is plant a little seed. That's why Apostle Paul says, you know, I'm just a servant planting the seed, but um, you know I am not saving people. Only God can save people. And um, so let us, when we proclaim God, do it in a way so they so they could have see this faith that we have in God the Father. And it's not because of our wisdom or what we. Our colorful words, but it is because of the Spirit and the power of God. Amen.